Welcome to the Rose Garden. I'm Holly. And I'm Julia. Here to talk about all things Bachelor. All right. We've left the beach off with everyone talking about the forecast of Hurricane Lace. The way people act, like, it's one thing for the show to give us a lot of footage and like be dramatic. Oh, someone said Hurricane Lace once. We're going to show the tornadoes over and over again and all this stuff. I don't like watching the contestants giving into that so much and over and over again, repeating the same little phrases. And it's all about how, oh, these emotional women are somehow um, a natural disaster. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it. We didn't see it just with this, but we saw it with Shanae. Yeah. And it's like, why do we need this like repetitive commentary all on one side? Like we're not getting any counter. Yeah. And also for Michael, they yeah. keep putting Michael in this position where he's the hero and every, he's like, oh, Lace is a good person or, oh, Shanae is a good person. Right. Okay. Like just listening to everyone say, and they didn't do anything to warrant that. Like, no. let's talk about Lace. Everyone's acting like she's going to burn this beach down when we have never seen her throw a cake into the fire like we saw Mari do. We haven't seen a glass be broken. We haven't seen a punch thrown like some of those boys have in the past, like Jordan or whatever people in the past have done. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Why, why the fuck are we acting like Lace and Shanae are actually batshit crazy when and acting like these people who's like people who did actually be crazy things didn't get a crazy edit and didn't get treated like they were crazy at all everyone just forgives that but because it's lace and shanae who had their own like they were hyped up as dramatic let's just cling to that and bury them with it even though what we're watching is literally not it's they're sad they're mad okay like lace is just upset she's hurt that's all there is to it and yeah like we wouldn't race and we wouldn't have acted this way if it were jill walking out to see jacob no people would have just been like oh shit jill's here like she must be you know scared to learn about what happens what's been going on oh jill's gonna be so mad like they would have done that too but the thing is jill actually would have been actually she was not as mad as i expected but if he that's because he didn't say i'm with kate now yeah that was the actual breakup rather than what we later saw which was i did explore and the fact i was open to it tells me it's not right and she handled it surprisingly well but we would have seen them hype the same thing up but the show wouldn't have because they're giving jill this like edit like the guys would have been like oh no it's gonna be bad jill's so upset but they would have been focusing on that you're right like yeah circle back you were correct (laughs) Yeah. No. And I was going to say like everything that you just articulated is exactly how I feel. So I feel like I have no added commentary to it because it's just, yeah, same thoughts. So we see Lace and Rodney have a sad breakup. She's just hurt. All there is to it. But at some point, Lace seemed to let slip that there were new guys in the estates. This is what I didn't like either is because the last episode when we saw her come down and she was kind of dismissive to the guys saying like don't ask me questions this week we saw a flashback to that and it's like they had edited out this part of the conversation where she did reveal information and then they just kept pushing it and she was like I'm not telling you more than that yes exactly so the show is trying to make her look crazy and rude when they yeah 
she did answer. She just didn't want to keep harping on it when they weren't answering her questions. They kept not answering her questions. Yeah. And asking their own. And she's like, this literally isn't about like, I'm not here for to answer your fucking questions. Yeah. I'm not the messenger here. Yeah. Like I'm here because I'm trying to figure out like my love story. Don't try to make this about you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was just seeing that flashback was particularly frustrating because I'm like, poor Lace, she was put in this weird position. But now all the guys know that like there's other men there. Um, so they're freaking out a little bit. They're so they're feeling so like, oh, well, the rugs pulled out up from under us again. It's like, yeah, you all felt real comfortable when you had women coming in, didn't give a shit. But now that there are men coming in and you feel threatened, like Brandon's now spiraling about becoming the next Lace, like. Jesus, guys, you know, there we're always supposed to be new men coming down to the beach, but you just got real comfortable in your position of power. This is why they're like, oh shit. This is why men drive me fucking crazy because you know, if women had been put in this position where they were the ones to stay on the beach and new guys came in, they would have this emotional dilemma of like, what do I do? Do I pursue this or do I not? Um, And then it would have played out a little bit more like, you know, kindly and like clearly not with like ego at play. But the fact that these guys like had these beautiful women at their fingertips and now they're worried the other women have new guys. It's just that like- they also have options. Ugh, it's such a dude thing. And it really makes me mad. Right. And apologies for any sirens that may be heard. Um, Brandon's really focusing on <laughs> the f- just, I can't, I can't think. I can't articulate a thought. It's so- the sirens are here to let us know that shit is going down (laughs) there we go okay it's past so it's only gonna get quieter but oh brandon finally being like you know i'm realizing that i'm in love with her now that he's threatened like like, he's so weird and he says something like wow to the in his itms he's like wow i know that if i'm acting like this crazy right now i must be in love with her it's like there's this isn't formulaic like that you know you can't just like attest to like oh this you know like I have no control over my own like feelings like oh because I'm so angry and upset this is indicative that like I'm only mean I'm in love also just notice how like the trajectory of Brandon we've been saying this whole time there's something sus about him and the way he interacts with a woman he's interested in and it's like this just confirmed our questioning of who he who he is to his core because as soon as he's all fine and safe and like oh Serena's great like I'm obsessed with her once he knows he has her once he knows his ego is like in possession of this woman and now that there's a possibility she could be pursuing something with someone else it's like freaking out like he sure that's fine that's like human nature to do a little bit but it he like escalates pretty quickly like yeah, he had no chill he had no, there was no grounds like the only information is that there were guys for her to potentially pursue if she wanted and like that's not enough it's kind of how I feel about Genevieve's behavior this entire time assuming the worst when it's like it hasn't happened yet you are spy- making yourself spiral over a situation that hasn't occurred yet like you've got to just like have a little perspective and rein it in and like not marry yourself to the negative narrative 
you're assuming is the case in your head to try to keep yourself from disappointment. Like it's going, it's sabotaging yourself because it's fully like leading with your ego and not with like how you feel. It's fully being like, I got to protect myself. I don't want to get hurt and I don't want to be embarrassed. So I'm going to see the worst of the person that I might be, that I'm seeing. And maybe that will help me out. And it's like, that's not how dating works. Sorry. At any point in your dating history, somebody can walk up and leave. Like it happens to the best of us. So you have to like you have to recognize that and learn to like set that aside. Yeah, it's definitely watching these guys and it, that's annoying when they find out this information. Meanwhile, Danielle and Michelle are just like, oh my God, paradise is so conducive to a relationship because like, obviously they're not subject to any of these like trials that they're being like, they're in day one heaven still, yeah. like three, day two. And that's the other thing. I'm pretty sure this entire split happened over the course of two full days with the day they not including the day they got in and the day they left kind of thing it hasn't been that it hasn't been a week there there was even a comment by Shanae when she comes back to see Logan she says I've been gone for just a couple days and I don't know if that was like a slip that they didn't carry that they didn't they didn't care enough about editing out but it was just funny because it's like a week. Are you kidding me? Like, there's no way that th- this could happen. No, it was a few days. And yes, days mean more in paradise, more sirens. Sorry. <laughs> but it's still like a couple days for y'all to be acting like this. Like, I get it's heightened. I try to like have that level of understanding, but it's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. I have to say, you said Danielle and Michelle when you were talking to Danielle and Michael. And I was like, ooh, Danielle. thinking. I was like, Danielle and Michelle. Oh, that's hot. It was totally like Brandon and Michelle was on that's the right. plane. I was thinking about Brandon still. Oh, that's funny. very funny because you're completely right. I absolutely <laughs> I didn't it. even question myself. Love it. Um, but yeah, we kept back to the, we have to check out the girls again. What's happening? Jill's reading from her diary and her diary is talking about how these men aren't shit and like she's giving them nothing like saying how they're boring and unfunny and stuff and like you're giving them nothing you are acting like so closed off of course they're not gonna be funny to you like you're they're not gonna interact with you in a funny bantery way when you're acting like this like it's so mean and rude and uncalled for frankly yeah I the way that the women handled these new guys I was like really like, you're just gonna sit here and also, like, don't, yeah, don't act like they, they don't have shit. Like, they're- Sorry, you're out. hung up on a fucking Lyft driver, like, who sold his couch for cash. Like, that's on you. That doesn't mean these guys aren't worthy. Oh, that was so funny. Shout Loved out her to, revealing like, that. that one moment from Jill when she- That's the thing, is Jill has her moments, but they just aren't enough to me to make up for- her other moments but sometimes she really kills me few and far between she yeah. has her humor hits that lift exposure was great can you imagine jacob being your lift driver <laughs> i actually cannot like i that is the last thing i could picture him doing i've never not. had a lift driver even remotely like someone like Jake, you know <laughs> like that's not what my lift drivers are like right right i've never had a man that like a young man like in his late 20s early he's probably not even late 20s jesus christ 
Yeah, what is he? How old is Jacob? I don't know. I'll look that up while we talk. Please look that up. Um, but anyway, the point is, Jill, stop. Here's Jesse. He's here to check in on the girls, and they're so pissed to see him. Like they're like, oh god, what's this? What is he gonna say? And he's there to tell them, uh, Lace is gone. And another moment of Jill acting so he's like, Lace went to the beach, and Jill's face is so over the top. Like what? Like. That is not that big a deal, girl. It's just every time there's everyone's trying to be like uh, Ashley Eye's face at the Women Tell All, Justin's face at all. Yeah, they're they're trying trying to do the reaction. Yeah, Jacob is actually twenty eight. Okay, so I was right, late twenties. I'm glad I'm not older than Jacob. That makes me feel better. (laughs) Definitely. although i don't know maybe you would want to feel older than him just like think about his character well no that's what i expect though of a man about my age you know that's true that's fair i know i'm more mature than they are yeah right absolutely but when i see these young guys that look to me like they should be older that's when i'm horrified so i'm just glad he's as old as he looks to me absolutely johnny freaks me out at 26 i'm like jesus christ that's what a 26 year old looks like these days yeah i don't I know. know what any age looks like anymore wild <laughs> um so lace is gone things are getting serious victoria we learn is starting to feel more open to other guys now that she's been away from johnny she's kind of starting to feel like think things through clearing her head a little bit being practical and is interested in Alex, who is a catch. So, yes, fair. We learn that none of the girls are into Rick or Olu, so they're getting sent home. And Serene has a very interesting moment when Jesse's like, so is anyone interested in Rick? Everyone's like, oh, no, he's so nice. No. Is anyone interested in Olu? Serene just goes, nope. Like, so fast. So, like, she looks pissed. And it's very brief interesting brandon posted something on his instagram story and deleted it (gasps) about how they didn't show all the comments that came from a certain basically rumor is olu got on the bad side of these women and also that he and casey both have been linked to maga history (gasps) oh both so casey and olu are both trumpers which honestly i could tell by the way casey was talking about a good girl and a bad girl oh a hundred percent it's just like so when it's confirmed and it's that like that it's so rough to like hear about a black man being a trumper like that is just so it's very disappointing and it's so nasty and yeah i i mean I will say the like brief moment we saw of Olu when he was in the pool and he was asking for someone to play chicken. Like it was a little, I mean, we didn't really talk about it at the time because we were so focused on the women being pretty dismissive. Right. But it's like, he was pretty basically like, come on, come on. Like, let's play chicken. It's just chicken. I'm like, it's just sitting on my shoulders. I'm like, that is pretty goddamn intimate. (laughs) That's very intimate. Like, and they don't know you at all and clearly don't have any interest in you. So yeah, like that wouldn't be the move I would go if we're trying to like keep things fun and like trying to get everyone to be out of their shell and at least not weird. Like, there are different choices of games. 
Totally. So I'm getting the impression that in terms of Serene, I bet Olu was like really pressuring her to like switch her feelings. Possibly. The other is that he said things about women of color. Yeah. Oh my God. Is that he said things about women of (gasps) color that were not appreciated (laughs) for obvious reasons. So that's why the women seem very sad about Rick, but not about Olu. I was wondering, I was like, okay, do these women not like him because he is so dark? Like, are, is there, and that's the thing is like, it almost makes you feel like it's racist in the other direction. Yes. Yes. I spilled my drink on myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's what you did to me, Olu. I'm so disappointed. I know. Yeah, it does. It fully gives the impression that the women are like, eh, we don't, I don't know. But that's interesting tea. So that's the tea going on there. So, <laughs> back, jump- yes. Yeah, back at the beach, we have Logan telling us suddenly he's been interested in Kate. We really don't see much of this, like, play out beforehand it feels like there was something that like they didn't show us the night before's footage at all of like him and Kate and uh Alex and Victoria's little moment like they showed it in flashbacks rather than just having it part of the episode which was a weird choice I don't know if it was for timeline purposes or what but all right I also have a theory that I don't think is that like nuanced or interesting I feel like a lot of people probably think this but I've been getting the impression that Kate, as soon as she found, well, okay. So as soon as she like started crushing on Logan and found out that he was in Shanae, it turned into like a big shit talking Shanae party. Oh, 100%. She, she just started trashing on how Shanae was on their season and fully like pulled Logan in and convinced him that Shanae is like this evil person who isn't exactly who she says she is. And Logan is also a piece of shit and like not only fell for that, but it's just not a good person. And so it exacerbated what the situation was. And I feel like we might not have seen the way that Kate and Logan started out because the show was forcing this narrative on us that like somehow out of the blue, Shanae is just turning batshit crazy into some like evil character that you know she didn't actually change yada yada when yeah. really it was like all of the contestants on the beach had been fed this story from like different people it wasn't just Kate there were other girls that were clearly yeah. well and a lot of all the new girls basically were like came to the beach and Shanae left immediately and they're like well this is what we were left off they don't know that Shanae has fully won everybody over Mm -hmm. Uh, so they are going with and I'm sure producers are like this is our moment to flip the lid and have it be a 180 of redemption arc no it isn't like it's just so they want to give it's just bizarre and the girls are so it's all girls too who like just weren't big players so it's pretty ridiculous for them to have such strong opinions over the whole thing like Especially for Kate, because remember how we always say this about the tell-alls, the person that sits on the upper left corner who went out like week one, right. always feels like they need to over-explain or like over-share things so that they can get their limelight. They're trying to get their airtime. And, and I've 
always had mixed feelings on Kate. It's very interesting. And I wonder how I'd feel about her if we actually saw her on Selling Sunset, like from that perspective. Yeah. Because I like that she is here shaking things up, up until kind of the whole shenanigans, once she started like spiraling down and just continually just making it about Shanae beating Shanae and all that I was kind of like I'm here for it like yeah fuck shit up don't give a shit love that but then to keep going and going about how you're like winning over Shanae just the whole thing was so gross it was really gross it made me really dislike her to be honest me too because I didn't not I didn't dislike her before I was pretty kind of like eh, good tv I don't love her but whatever I was like come here shake make things interesting for me I appreciate that suddenly I went from like oh like I don't know how I feel about this like deep voice thing to oh my god this is repulsive and this makes me feel like she's meaner than she actually is (laughs) that's very funny I I actually kind of like her voice but I just I don't like the way she talks about or to Shanae yeah and also when they did later like jumping ahead to their confrontation why was it so close they felt (gasps) so close to each other's faces they did. I was like, are we about to brawl right now? I was like, like are, they're either going to brawl or make out. I can't tell. It, yeah, because it wasn't like the tension wasn't there enough it for it to be like weird. It did feel weird. But also it's I think the reason it felt weird is because we're not used to seeing women do this. So it's like, I don't I don't know if I've ever really noticed like two women get in each other's faces and it be like yeah, it's because they're, yeah, when women are fighting on this show, they're usually, first of all, walking around. Yeah. Um, and like screaming from across the room kind exactly. of thing. It's usually that kind of stuff or like across the couch. And then they stand up and leave as they're screaming behind them. That's what you usually see. This was very strange. And maybe it is like, there is a certain amount of like, oh, well, you came up to them to have the conversation like an adult but the way she went about it like she interrupted while Shanae and Logan were talking like it was so weird and we are jumping ahead because back to Logan has now told us that he talked to Kate and now they're into each other he told Johnny so now Johnny has this whole little bit about geometry beach which would have been okay if the graphic actually matched up with what was happening, like, why the fuck did they put Shanae between Sarah and, like, tight? Like, that didn't, what are you, no. Like, that is not the shape we have just crafted, okay? I'm no. sad about that. <laughs> they got it all wrong. Very annoying. We get clown music over Jacob talking about how he feels about Kate while Kate is uh, clearly now into Logan and gets a date card i love it so much everyone thinks the date's gonna go to jacob but kate gets the card and says jacob can we talk that's what you want to hear he handles it really well though to be honest he's like yeah no i get it like that's that's how you feel and it is what it is yeah the conversation goes well she comes back and asks logan who says yes and then he pulls sarah to talk to her which is pretty par for the course this is not like I do not like Logan. I very much no. dislike him, but this is not somewhere I fault him. The guys were trying to say that he should oh, have done it like before, before he whatever. said yes. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, he wasn't. He it was whatever. Like it's he fine. didn't owe I mean, Sarah that much. Like, let's be real. It wasn't that 
deep. To be honest, I he might should he should have probably just like not talked to her. Like if you're gonna like say yes in front of everyone, like that's already showing. Right. Like what's left to say is like this is how I know that there's so much of the Kate Logan thing we didn't see aired because Jacob wasn't shocked and Sarah wasn't shocked. So it's not like this came out of the blue for the group. Like they were all right. fairly aware of like the fact that this new development happened. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That was just like so blatantly obvious to me. Definitely. The whole thing felt ridiculous. <laughs> then we cut to Shanae and Genevieve doing shots and cheersing to being there for the right reasons, which is definitely what happened later in the night. They are airing this very out of order. Absolutely. Um, there's so yeah, many both. moments I'm like, well, suddenly they're sober again in the same outfits. And I'm like, well, that's not correct. <laughs> both of these episodes are chopped up a lot. Like, especially when the ladies come back to the beach night two. Yeah. Oh, eat. everything's a mess. It is a Franken episode. These are Franken episodes. The oh, whole thing is a shit show. The whole thing. Like Jill shows up at the beginning of them coming back, but then later we see her come down. It's like, what happened? Yeah. They totally edited and chopped up everything. Cause first we see this very like fun moment of them just getting really drunk. Clearly like they think they're going home the next day. They're like, let's fuck shit up. Let's just do it. They're it's enjoyable. I like watching them be that sloppy. And then we get a scene of them being much more sober, talking about praying to baby Jesus for it to rain. And then it oh, rains. Yes. But there's clearly so much more sober, maybe a little drunk, but like this did not happen after they were dancing at the pool. No, it <laughs> definitely happened sure. when it maybe happened after like the first shot. Right. <laughs> Not after the like seventh shot. Yeah, like they because they cut to Logan and Kate State in between. I'm like, this is not. No. It makes no sense. Why wouldn't you just flip so those off. at those scenes? It doesn't make sense. So it works. So they're like, yay, we prayed to baby Jesus and it worked. And Victoria's just like, well, that's because he prayed to baby Jesus. Full grown <laughs> Jesus doesn't listen. He's t- he's tired. He's thirty three. Oh, we love Victoria. Victoria's love like such a. She's such a hype girl. Like, even when they were packing up to leave the beach, like, she was so supportive of all the girls. And, like, I don't know. I feel like she's just not very phased by, like, high emotional, like, chaotic moments with other people. Um, And I really appreciate that. Like, she just is level-headed and is like, yeah, girl, you do your thing. You pray to baby Jesus. I love it, too. So different from the way she was on her own season I know I don't know her I feel blessed so funny. to know her on her season at all so it is, I literally can't believe it's the same person so funny so Victoria um I don't even want to talk about Kate and Logan's spa date other than that shot of Logan in the massage table yeah Jesus. why did we get so many shots of him with his face down the, the producers clearly hate him like that's how you know he's an asshole to them <laughs> they gave him that shot they aired that I love that. He's so ugly. I'm sorry. He's but literally Logan so is... ugly and I'm so confused. Not you. I'm so I'm, confused. I'm I I I couldn't think of someone less attractive that's been <laughs> on that beach. And he's getting so much action and I don't understand it. Oh my god. But Victoria and Alex finally talk and like we learn that so she was really closed off because she was scared to get to know Alex and like him because she was inter- felt guilty about that. Also, they show Alex's Chiron and it says Rachel L season and I'm realizing, oh my God, because now we've had two Rachel Bachelorettes because of the Rachel Gabby 
Yeah. But also yeah. Rachel is always on her own versus Rachel and Gabby are always going to be linked. So I feel like you can still just call her Rachel. Yeah, it's that's true. It felt like a demotion calling her Rachel out. <laughs> right. <laughs> well you know how they feel about her too so because she's just like through that she's so over them yeah um so we see victoria and alex are talking they're really hitting it off it seems like a great pairing then we cut to johnny saying like i'm a little younger and she is getting older <laughs> why he chose getting you're getting older too johnny <laughs> getting older that killed me i know what he meant but oh my god what a choice i know oh Um, johnny and then tyler is back to pursuing britney which we really never get um a conclusion on the shanae tyler except oh well well tyler is pursuing britney shanae knows that they're talking and is freaking out to genevieve and I thought Shanae was freaking out behind closed doors to a producer. And then we finally see what's behind the closed doors. And it's Genevieve in bed from the same night. So she's no longer in her hot pink, like matching set. Yeah. She's in her like green t-shirt, like no pants. Yeah. And she's like yelling at Shanae. So drunk, yelling the worst advice saying, you have to go talk to, go interrupt, go pull him. <laughs> And Janae doesn't take this seriously at all. She's just like, absolutely. Why would I? She literally is like, fuck no, I'm not doing that, Genevieve. What the hell are you telling me? Like, what is wrong with you? And Genevieve is like, if you don't do it, I will. Gets out of bed, wraps a bed sheet around her waist because she's pantsless to go confront Tyler. Only she walks in on him making out with Brittany and then walks out and goes, I'm not telling Janae. (laughs) <laughs> it was the most unhinged batshit crazy here's the thing genevieve is crazy sometimes she's fun crazy sometimes she's really annoying crazy and sometimes she's just actual just just crazy neutral yeah, chaotic she, neutral she's she chaotic all the chaotics she's constantly flip-flopping like from we i have to do this to i'm not doing nope, that no nope, no nope, <laughs> not me she, she, like she's the entire chaotic row but can't commit to being a neutral a positive or a negative absolutely like, yeah she's just all over the place um and that was episode eight so let's jump right into episode nine yeah let's do it because basically we're finally at the point where we're wrapping up this split you can tell it's in the air everyone is like everyone's reviewing their relationships and what's going to happen when they reunite the poor girls miss the waves and the breeze girl you have ac don't complain it's so true although i do have to say like can you it probably is a nice break to be up in these hotels away from like this i get why they would be ready to go back but i would i would be ready for the ocean again be like it's so fun to be in the ocean especially like we saw certain people actually go in the ocean like shanae and stuff i feel like some some girls i feel like are just full all talk and they'll get there and be like god i'm so sandy and gross why did i miss this other people i'm like no i get that yeah oh definitely like they're they're also they are separated from the guys is what we realize like at some point over these episodes is that the guys are staying in a different like room so they're not commingling at all times it's like very organized meetups it seems which definitely changes the vibe 
it feels like the bachelor it feels like the regular yeah. season although i will say on paradise that is the case for the sleeping situations but i just think there's more crossover they know where everyone is like it's easier yeah. it's more oh, accessible and they're, and they're totally sleeping together like you know brandon and serene are fitting in this tight little like twin oh, together yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or they're in the boom boom room now that Ashley and Jared are gone. That's probably it's true. It. It's true. Although actually, but, Ashley and Jared left right before the split. <laughs> but I, you so know, excited you, to finally get the boom boom room, and then they didn't get it. But no, because like they keep them separate. Like the girls and the men sleep separate quarters, and they keep them there during like rose ceremony days. That's why they aren't interacting until the cocktail parties in the evening on a rose ceremony. Okay, day. they're separated. Yeah. Yeah, there are separate living quarters, so they're probably not actually. You, if you go to the boom boom room, we get to sleep together. That's like the kind of. Oh, I kind of like that. I I am glad that I can envision that now because for a while I was thinking this probably gets really trashy when everyone's drunk and like just wants to like. Sleep yeah, it's not like pods. not even Love Island. What am I thinking of? Too hot to handle. <laughs> oh yeah, too hot to handle. Where they have beds like right next to each other, and then where they, they're like, all in twin beds and like sharing them and it's, it's like so weird yeah really gross I'm pretty sure they aren't able to unless they're in the they might be able to go in the day like that's why they're always on day beds cuddling together and you know there's probably shit going on in a cabana close those curtains oh, I am sure that people will like warn well, each hot other, tub like, too we know that hot tub is just full of semen that's disgusting <laughs> that is so gross yeah because you could like split off for a long time and be like hey we're gonna go fuck over here like well, there's that weird little hot tub that's off <laughs> season two the first year they had in this resort samantha and joe bailey yes the hand job the famous hand job in that hot tub because yes. like, it's isolated it's surrounded by foliage like there's an angle where you can see them from like the beach probably and that's where the camera angle comes in but like there aren't people walking by like the front has a view there the rest is sheltered you know everyone's getting it on oh yeah that's the the idea of like jacking off or hand jobs in a hot tub just makes me so feel so gross it's a, hand jobs in, like really yeah nice. like what so jesse comes in to let them know all right the time has come we're reuniting but you can do it in your own time. Take your time and go when you're ready. So we get this kind of weirdly aired, out of order, staggered shot of them all coming to the beach at different moments. Yeah, quite honestly, have no idea who truly came first. Yeah. Like, because very, it was so edited. Very confusing. I feel like it was actually probably Serene and Victoria. Yeah, I agree. Because we did see Serene comforting Jill. So we know that was Serene was there before Jill. And I think... Jill came in at the same time as Genevieve and Shanae. If I'm not wrong, like I swear I saw her, but then they didn't, they kept, they showed Jill very, like they tried to act like all these conversations happened one after another. And people are like, oh no, watching that now I have to do it, but I'm, it doesn't add up at all. No, no. Cause yeah, Genevieve, Shanae and Jill come in and they come in hot, but we don't really see them coming in hot. We just see the reactions of the girls saying they come in hot. But I will say I believe it because Flo did the most impressive Jill Genevieve impression of like, where are they? Where are yeah. they? And she <laughs> yeah. did a great like American accent with it and like the uh, hunched posture of like out to like, uh, yeah. very good. I was, the wicked, I, it was I, so I, like Wicked Witch of the West. Yes, like, which is what Jill does. Like, oh, totally. absolutely. So I, I enjoyed that. Um, Genevieve is immediately sobbing and like, 
both of them are just like trying to get across like oh and realizing halfway through like oh wait we were we were both faithful oh 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 my god you were <laughs> like it was just such a tear fest of like her definitely thinking it was bad news and then being so overwhelmed that it wasn't she like, needs it, was- it she just <laughs> needs so much work like girl like it shouldn't be that way no. like people are saying this was so cute and I'm like a little bit but not really I don't think it was cute at all I think it was like pretty people like, were just so charmed by him saying he was just playing sharks and minnows well okay Aaron was also like being a little producer puppet by like waiting for the longest time to actually tell her he didn't date anybody and then yeah, and then he says, oh, I was just playing sharks in the middle. No, you were joking about grabbing dudes' dicks in the pool. Let's be That's real. That's true. Let's talk about what sharks and minnows entailed in your version. Like, um, you might not have gotten, you know, cozy with a girl, but you were pretty fucking weird with the bros there. So. always been, And that's the thing. It's like, yeah, we're all like, oh, he's so loyal. I'm like, is he even that interested in any of these ladies? He seems more interested in growing out. Which is kind of a red flag, too yeah not can even imagine, can you imagine claire if like on her guys on her season are doing this and her coming up and being like you guys are so stupid like you care more about each other than you do about me it would be so accurate <laughs> they'd be like you're right claire bye exactly exactly we're gonna do our own season over here it's not gay though <laughs> oh my god so yeah we get that reunion then we get the Shanae. Um, reunion with Logan and she's very confident in Logan she's kind of built in her head after seeing Tyler go for Brittany and a lot of people are saying it's ego-based and like oh she was the hot girl on the beach but now you know she's getting rejected and this is now why she's so mad but I think she started building in her head like oh I was losing like oh like Logan who she was forgetting all the reasons she was distancing herself from him and all the red flags and like being away from it all. She like forgot that and started romanticizing him in her head. Yeah. I completely see it that way too. Also like she was forgetting everything that happened that led up to the Logan situation. Like, let's be real. If she had played it differently, she should have kept James. She absolutely should have kept James. And James would have been loyal as fuck. You know, we know James. He doesn't oh, yeah. do that shit. He, he and Aaron would have just been playing sharks and minnows, grabbing each other's dicks. Exactly. And he'd be happy to do that for multiple weeks, let alone three days. Completely. He'd be thrilled. He yeah. would not have any issue. That, that was my biggest thing when I was watching this is I was like, I miss Geronimo Stilton. <laughs> give us our chain bring him back um but this conversation doesn't go well logan literally says like well because you went on two dates i decided i should go on dates and like keep saying how like oh well you know it really hurt me that you said you were struggling to decide he also said something along the lines of like, you know, it was just a couple days. It was just at the rose ceremony that right before I was watching you kiss and make out with James, we had just gotten over that hurdle. So it was like these pointed things directly at her for why he wants to justify moving on with somebody else. And it's like, you don't put a woman in that position. Like that's so unfair. It's misogynistic. No. You are making her feel bad for exploring her options when you're doing the exact same thing. 
Exactly. And like, and the fact it's the way it's, he could have had this conversation in a way that I don't think would have made Shanae feel so mad and disrespected. So then for them to act like, well, cause the narrative is a lot like, well, you explored your options too. I'm like, yes, they both explored their options as they should. Yeah. He verbatim said it was revenge in an ITM and he, he might did. as well have said it to her face with, he said it without saying it to her face. Like we should have been given him- he should have gotten the villain edit where we would have seen a flashback of him saying that in his ITMs leading he up sure to that. But no, they wanted us to make it seem like Shanae wasn't actually, you know, having her redemption. Instead, arc. we got Aaron in his ITMs being gross. so gross, talking about how Shanae is so bad and how hypocritical and how like she's like how fucked up she is and how horrible she is. And Logan's a great guy. And how, like, she, like, the way he treats women when they explore their options is so despicable. And it reminds me, like, do not get blinded by him getting this good, like, loyal boy puppy edit. This is bullshit. He's a fucking misogynist. He has never once talked shit about his bros for doing the exact fucking same thing. But his whole thing has been policing from day one women exploring their options and acting like they are evil for what they do and harping on it in such a fucked up gross way yeah Aaron that is exactly how I felt about that this it was like oh we're I'm starting to put this big pattern together he didn't even know what the conversation was that they had he's no. just watching their body language and he's so convinced that Logan said was in the right without knowing what the conversation entailed at all yeah it was so wrong seeing him act this way, knowing how much he has these guys' backs for whatever they do. The guys can do no wrong, and the Everybody women scrutinize. You know for- that he is someone who's defended his friend who has sexually assaulted someone. Like, oh, I absolutely one hundred percent know he's someone who's been like, nah, no, that wasn't that wasn't the situation. They say that, but no, nah, my bro, he wouldn't. That's not what happened. She's a it's- whore. Exactly. It's really interesting too, because like now that Genevieve is like kind of turning a corner with Janae, like they're besties now. Yeah, like why is Aaron saying this shit? Like, I guarantee you. I mean, I want to think that Genevieve wouldn't be like enabling that kind of behavior, and I don't think she is. I think because all of this was in ITMs. That's the thing is, we didn't see any of this happening on the beach with the people involved. This was all for the producers, probably encouraged by the producers, but he was obviously very willing to go there. Oh, very willing. And he probably went harder than they were even expecting. And we're like, oh Jesus Christ, that was. I know. It it was so out of line. He also said something about someone else too that was fucked up. Was it, there was a second girl that he was talking shit about? Victoria, I'm pretty sure. Oh, it was Victoria. It was. It was fully yeah. Victoria. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Just so gross. And we're about to get to that soon. Oh, but I just want to quickly, we already talked about the weird conversation. We don't need to talk about the Kate Jill thing. Not Jill, obviously. Kate <laughs> confrontation. Like, let's move on to Jill and Jacob. The only thing that I wanted to quickly finish with that conversation is like, Kate mentioning feeling like she couldn't trust that Shanae changed. And then when Shanae walks away, because it's clearly an unhealthy conversation to continue defending herself in, Kate keeps like following her and being like, oh, you're not going to continue talking to me. It felt very like, like abusive and like toxic in a way that I just really did not like Kate. Like we wouldn't, we 
if this was a man talking to a woman like this, oh, it would God. be completely and unacceptable. And like, getting in her face like that too. Yeah. Like Kate really bothered me in this moment. I, it was very bullying and like, oh, let's just like keep poking the bear. Like the bear is upset. Like, let's find a way to like completely. She her. was trying to get a reaction out of Shanae that Shanae was trying so hard not to give. Yeah. And kept walking away so she wouldn't. And like, eventually you're going to snap when you're dealing with that. You know? Yeah. Don't force somebody to continue talking with you when they're clearly done. Like it's not acceptable. I, yeah. Kate now I like have a pit in my stomach, like watching her on TV, to be honest. Yeah. I'm grossed out by her. Yeah. And it was, and it was that conversation in particular that really the whole Shanae situation with her. Yep. Exactly. Jacob and Jill. Jacob is literally just hoping Jill moved on so he doesn't have to break up with her. I know. Which is so funny because obviously that didn't happen. And like he keeps trying to prod her, hoping she's going to say it. And when she says, no, I just stayed home crying about you, basically. It's like, shit. Why would well, she? Okay. Why would she ever admit to that? That is my question. It's like, Jill. Why would if, Jill do anything she does? It's what like, Jill, fuck? if you like took anything away from this experience, it should be that like, when you're trying to get a guy who's already feeling like a little suffocated by your affection for them, you don't continue to say things like, I just pined over you. Like, I sorry, he's going to leave be- my room and slept with the crystals. That like, is fucking scary. Literal psycho. Like that is too much. Yes. Yeah, scary. Like, girl, you need to, like, play it chill. Like, let him chase you a little bit. Like, people like the chase as long as it's, like, healthy and not to, like, a a certain, like, a little bit. Just enough. I don't, I even wonder, too, because Michael gave Jacob advice before this conversation of, like, let Jill take the lead if she tells you that she's hoping that it's gonna, you know, pan out okay for you two. And I wonder if she had played it more chill, would Jacob have thought to himself, eh? Maybe I will like give this a chance again. Possibly, but we'll never know. She, she dug her own grave. She definitely did. He was like, yeah, um, you clearly feel like, th- yeah, I think you're right. Cause in that moment, he had very, a lot of clarity that they were not in the same place. If he was willing to explore, even if it didn't work out with Kate and she was that adamant to not, she's way ahead of you way ahead like that's terrifying and I was honestly impressed that he did do the right thing there and was like um and didn't bury it he was very much extremely honest about it he was like I had a thing with Kate she's moved on so it's not that I care about her more I still care about you a lot but like the fact I was interested in Kate and could feel that pull means this isn't serious and I it's I can't leave you on this is what is like brilliant about the split move it's like it not only like tests to see what's strong in a relationship that's divided but also like yeah I mean no shit like if somebody novel is there and like it makes you realize that you didn't really care all that much about the person you were chilling with like then what's the point of going back to that totally and like that that's why I'm very pro split like I think this is a good move I think it is a good move. it was fun um and then we get yeah so jill says her goodbyes she (laughs) exposes him in the uber home the van home 
does he say does she say that he sold her couch for cash no he sold his own couch for cash but that meant okay. like he needed cash so he sold yeah. his couch yeah yeah yeah. rather than just like oh i was like it was for I, cash i, like, I thought no I shit her, for cash i thought her, i heard her say he sold my couch for cash and i was like wait <laughs> did you guys arrange like a deal while you were on the beach where he was gonna help you sell your furniture that would be exposing them for having mingled before yeah definitely definitely not quite what happened um, um, but it I was choked on my mimosa, by the way, if I have been <laughs> made any weird sounds, I fully like wrong piped that. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Uh, Brittany has to arrive on the beach to talk to Andrew and they break up. It's very, they're on the same page. Nothing really to say. It was interesting though, to like, I don't know. I just, I like Brittany a lot and I don't like Tyler. So I'm like upset that this is the person she is like excited about. Me too. And I don't think it's gonna go far. No. But eh. I think Tyler I didn't like Andrew that much. So I I guess that's why I'm like kind of whatever about it. I'm just glad she's staying on my TV because I like to look at her. Me too. Uh Brittany reminds me of like like I, I always like think about the girl who like doesn't quite settle with anyone as the like Bibiana on the beach. Yeah. We yeah. had her a couple seasons and she, but in that case, she didn't really explore anything with anyone, but somehow just stayed because people liked her. And well, that's how Brittany Winter is. Games, you, if you can find a way to watch Winter Games, Bibiana actually explored a relationship on Winter Games. Oh, like actually had a genuine relationship that like w- could, was one of those, like, are they going to leave together or not? Cute. Okay. That's fun. I love Bibiana. So, granted, I have no idea where on in the world you can watch it. Yeah. would recommend though. It's a fun time. It's stupid bad idea but I loved it love it the execution there were supposed to be more foreign people and I think they like couldn't have as many as they wanted and it made it so the foreigners felt a little more distanced from the main group and it wasn't as meshed as I would have liked it okay got it got it um but back to the subject so yeah this breakup happens and now we have Victoria and Serene enter together (laughs) okay this is where we have Victoria Serene and Brandon, we know exactly what's going to happen. No shock there. Victoria and Johnny, it's interesting that they get lumped with Serene and Brandon's like run and jump into each other's arms when we know that Victoria's interested in Alex. Oh, I think we totally blew past the fact that they did go on a date together. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about the date. I don't even- They had a good dinner conversation. There's not much to say. Yeah, I don't think I took notes on the date. That's why we blew over it. Probably. Um, Basically, they were like, yeah, we're at the same place in life. We get along really well, all this stuff, but she can't progress farther until she has this conversation with Johnny. And she does. So basically she tells him like, I'm torn because I'm interested in Alex, but I haven't let it go any farther. But this is why I'm interested in him. Even though I am, I, I care about you. This is why I'm like, well, maybe Alex makes more sense. Yeah, And Johnny just is not picking up what she's laying down. He kind of runs away, but they do get, they regroup and talk more and it's a little better. I think he is put, picking up what she's putting down. I think he's just so hyper-focused on the checklist thing. Yeah, that that, like, I guess that's what I'm yeah. saying is he's not interpreting what she said the way she meant it, you know? He can't, he can't play chill with this, basically. Like, he wants to, but, like, he, whatever she's saying, I think the best thing he could have said was, like, 
all right, I get it. Like he's, there's certain things about him. He's hearing the worst in everything she's saying when what she's saying isn't that you're not measuring up. Like, but you're also not answering her question when she asks you, are you ready for kids? Like, this is what I want. What are your goals? It's not that like, you're not established yet, which is what he's, he's projecting his own insecurity. Like, oh, so I'm not established. So you're not into me. She's like, no, I literally need to know like what our life would look like if we leave together. Like what's your next step in life? Because mine is ideally starting a family. And if that's not yours, that does matter. And he keeps focusing on the love first, love first. And it's like, yeah, that's easy when you're 26. She's not. Mm-hmm. She's, She's not. Ready. Yeah. And like, it's not a dig. It's like he keeps taking, interpreting everything as a personal attack. Yeah. And it's I just think not. It's very clear that he's not at the same place as her because I think if he really truly understood what she would, she meant, he wouldn't be asking these questions. Exactly. But in, his, in his mind, like serious, healthy, genuine relationships only stem out of like, this loving connection and this personality match, not these big, the, not life matching. Yeah. And, and she's truly old the, enough to know that that's not the case. It's not the case. Like at some point in, in time, you realize like you, there's a lot of people you can match with. Um, you can have a good time with them. Like you can blend in a lot of ways, but if you want different things, then there's more fish in the sea. And he's just not, he's not getting that he's not he's yeah and he keeps answering her questions with like questions rather than answering a question which always bugs me oh my god I have dated people like this before where they're insecure about where they stand with different things like I ask pretty like serious questions about what their future might look like and it's always responded with like this defensive question instead of just answering it, which shows me right away. Like, okay, we're clearly, this is such a miscommunication that we're never going to get on the same page here. Yeah. And I think the writing's on the wall for these two. It's only a matter of time before these issues that Victoria keeps trying to bring up that he keeps trying to avoid are going to come to the surface and come to play whether or not she chooses him over. Like it doesn't make a difference. It's doomed. I know I'm kind of bummed though because like I didn't think that Victoria wanted something so like serious and it was fun to see Johnny get a little bit more serious with somebody who because he's such a it would be fun if they could match I I do I like seeing the more serious side of him for sure and it's just too bad that like she's yeah I think if it could have happened with Hunter who's probably more on the same place of life with her him that would have been better and I think we could have seen that great side of him and I get but yeah, it's, it's too bad. That's the thing. It's, it's, it's too, too bad. bad. But yeah. yeah. So now we get the guys entering the beach and, you know, Johnny is fully uh, on guard, ready to deal like the Alex situation. So we get Alex, the Australian and Tyler on the beach. Why do they never clarify what the Australian's name is? I never know what his name is. I literally, I couldn't, I could not fucking tell you what it was. Like they never, but nobody ever talks about no him. One says we're, relying, we're relying on his, um, what's it called? The little Chiron. The Chiron. Yeah. We're relying on his Chiron. And so I have no idea what his name is. Sorry. Um, I love Flo just talking about how she's, cause they, they have a cocktail party. They can tell the men are about to arrive, even though they haven't been told. Flo's like, I'm ready for the drama. <laughs> love that. So good. Brittany and Tyler reunite and like she's like I ended things with Andrew everything seems all hunky-dory and then we get 
Jasenia pulling Tyler? That was weird. It felt like it came out of nowhere. And then suddenly- It did. And suddenly Andrew's like, wait, what the fuck is going on? And her excuse was like, oh, well, we're kind of connected through Andrew and Brittany. So like, we should connect. Like, what? Also, she thought that he was Alex at first. When she pulled him to the side, she was like, hi, I like Alex. And then he was like, actually, it's Tyler. I didn't catch that. That's funny. It was so funny. I don't think she thought, I don't think she confused the names, like thinking, hoping that it was a different person. I just think that she didn't get his name right. Right. Like she still got the dynamic right, but not, yeah. the, that makes sense. Cause they just walked in. So that tracks. Yeah. Um, weird. We don't get a follow up on that. Victoria's walking her tightrope with the Alex arrival and this is where we get Aaron being weird again about Victoria talking to Alex right in front of Johnny. And it's like, Victoria's been so intentionally respectful respectful and not kissed. Like she hasn't kissed Alex yet. No. She didn't tell Johnny that, but like that probably would make Johnny feel very differently, but she has not used that as a card, which I also appreciate. I also feel like Victoria, we've seen her so far, like be, she's like good friends with a lot of the guys and she acts very similarly around totally. all of them. It's not like she's directly flirting with Alex in front of Johnny. Right. She's like, him she just a, gets along with guys. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Like we, we see Johnny introducing himself to the Australian, like at first, like he's on guard, maybe that's Alex and it's not kind of thing, you know, it's interesting, but that's the episode. Like we're left on the cliffhanger with the Mostly the Britney Tyler Jasenia, what the fuck is happening? And this Victoria has to make a decision. Which we know what's going to happen. She's going to ultimately work. Johnny and Alex are not going to get clarity. And and then, you know, it's going to be this big shocker of who she picks. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll see. I'm curious about how the elimination is going to go. If we're going to get more people before the elimination or if it's going to be because there's one more man than woman, if we're correct on our math. So we'll see. And we can see that Shanae, at the very least, will stay and the twin go on a date with the twins. Oh, God. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> with twins, the twins are there and they're so young. And Michael makes a joke that like he was 14 when they were born or something. <laughs> I think that's actually laugh, factual, too, which is which so made me funny. laugh so hard. Um, well, who was the other person that show? Oh, Justin comes back and Genevieve. Oh, yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's going to stir up shit with Genevieve. I think so. It seems, well, I think it's going to stir up shit with, you know, Rodney, you know? Oh, yeah. He's there for Eliza. And then Eliza and Justin connect, but then Genevieve packs up her suitcase. I don't know if that's like just some Frank. That seems different. She's yelling at Aaron in that moment. I know, but I don't know what that, it's so confusing. Oh, I don't know either, but I don't think it has anything to do with Justin. Okay. Yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. We'll find out though. Cause all we can do is speculate, but next week our episode might be a little later in the week. Cause I will be recording from across the country. So excited about that. Don't worry, I'll be watching the episode on the plane. (laughs) Yes, Holly is moving to New York City. It's so exciting. Um, So we, yeah, we might have a little bit of a different recording schedule. Um, She's going to be ahead of time from me now, which is so weird. So So it's very exciting. And we can't wait to to continue talking from anywhere in the world. From wherever we are. We've been able to manage this wherever we go. So that's the beauty of it, you know? So we'll talk next week. Talk soon.